Welcome to Sunlight Connections, a homeschool podcast. In this podcast, we hope that you get the opportunity to connect with other homeschoolers for encouragement, tips, and fellowship. Like Sunlight's curriculum offerings, we explore homeschooling through the lens of a literature-rich, Christ-centered education. Join us on this adventure. Hello, Sunny from Sunlight here, and I am being joined today by the Martinez family. Would you two like to introduce yourselves and then tell me a little bit more about your family? Yeah, so Karen Martinez. Gerard Martinez. And I've been homeschooling my kids since they were two and four years old. Um, actually, when we met, it was one of the things that was non-negotiable for me to <laughs> date him was I wanted to homeschool my kids in the future. And lo and behold, he wanted his kids homeschooled. So it was totally the Lord. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I don't feel like I meet very many people that know before they even have kids that they want to homeschool. And then the <laughs> fact that you both wanted to, I mean, that's a really a cool thing. I mean, what was it about homeschooling that you thought, you know, even before you had your own kids, that that was the path you wanted to go on? And then once you decided that, yes, you were going to do it, what made Sunlight stand out as the curriculum you wanted to use? Yeah. So for me, I was actually a public school teacher for 11 years. I taught first grade. Mm. I loved my students. I loved teaching them, especially to read and write the basics. So when I had my, uh, when I was thinking of my future family, I was like, I would love to do that with my kids and was thinking I could do so much more just with a smaller ratio, me with my kids, however Mm. many that would be. And I really feel like it was God just putting it on my heart that this was something and I was excited about it. So um, that's the before. And then for you. For me, it wasn't really so much that I had a hard and fast um, requirement for homeschooling. But when I read Dorothy Sayers' book on the lost tools of learning, not book, uh, article on it, and... I looked into it and all of the studies show just how much better it is. Um, I also know that um, students usually perform better when they are, they feel quote unquote loved, like the teacher's pet, right? (laughs) And who could be a better teacher's pet than your own kids? Um, What else about that? Um, There's... Yeah, so when I looked at into it and when all of the studies that showed, because everyone was saying, oh, they're not going to be socially yeah. uh, <laughs> socially integrated or they'll be socially inept because of the exposure. And I said, when I looked into it, that sort of like fell through because who does a, who does a fifth or sixth grader look up to? It's like it's the seventh or eighth grader. And that's not necessarily the best, um, you know, role model (laughs) in terms of many things. Uh, (laughs) And so when you have your own parents as the role model, then um, you act like the people you are around. Yeah. And so far as sunlight, I had the privilege uh, that I have several friends that have kids Mm. older than mine. Mm. So they were homeschooling already. And uh, when I started, when they were two and four, I just kind of made up a preschool curriculum. 
And then after they had the basics, um, reading, writing, I was like, I need more. And my friend said, you need to go to sunlight. So I went to sunlight.com and I was like, this is amazing. It has everything that I need. And so we started, um, and it was a perfect fit where I don't feel like I've had to go anywhere else because not only does it have the best literature, which is my favorite, one of my favorite aspects of it. But the lesson plans, it's like all there for me <laughs> and it's all laid out. And the beauty of it is I can then, you know, speed it up or slow it down for them or add or take wh whatever I need to do. It's like the structure is there and then I can just go and it has been fabulous. And again, we were going actually through our favorite books. Okay. And the kids and I last night were like, oh, I love that one. I love that one. And I was, I was laughing because, okay, so like the Witch of Blackbird Pond was one of our favorite. Or this one, Cornelia and the Audacious Escapades of the Summer Sisters. And many times I would be reading these aloud and I'd have to hand it to Joshua because I'd start crying <laughs> over the ending. He's like, mom, just give me the book. Like, but I mean, these are just like valuable memories. and. I just love that the literature is rich and that it goes with the curriculum. So if we're studying about American history, the books go with it. And um, I mean, I could just go on and on. I mean, Joel, George Mueller, oh my gosh. Oh, I love I that. Have, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Every year we have a missionary with its study and then the kids would like look on the map. That's where it is. And I just, I rave about it. I, I just love it all the literature and I have all the books I've kept every single one and the ones that I haven't been able to read with them one day the ones they read on their own I totally want to read <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say too yeah I'm like maybe one day when you guys yes. have moved out of my house and I have time I'll go back and reread all of the readers that I missed because we I didn't know read them together. <laughs> I know because I mean I actually have a stack of books on my desk that I keep and I'm like, okay, these are my favorite. And I'm just going to keep them near me. Like understood Betsy. Oh, I'm, I just, I'm serious. Like the little writers. Yeah. So that stack is on my desk always where I'm just like, yeah, I just love it. So that's, yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite. The fact that they lay it all out, totally mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. And the literature, you know, the history, all the Bible books, like, you know, now that my kids are teenagers, it's like, it's going right along with kind of where they're at, you know, mm -hmm. okay. Diving deeper with the Lord. And now there's a book about dating and, you know, just stuff like that. I just love that. And I didn't have to think about it. It's just given to me and I order it and, you know, the sunlight box day when it comes and you're like all excited about the books coming. So mm. yeah, that's yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. Yeah, no, I love to hear all of that. The, and I love how you mentioned to the instructor's guides, lay everything out, but then you can still customize it. I think yes. sometimes people are overwhelmed by that where they see like, oh, it's all planned out and now I have to follow it exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you pointed out that no, you still get to customize it for mm -hmm. your kids. 
and in a little bit, we will talk a little bit about how you kind of schedule for your kids and how maybe that's changed as they've gotten older. But you have said some amazing things about sunlight. And of course, you knew that you had planned to homeschool. But have you ever doubted that decision over you know, the last several years or experienced maybe some challenges or something that made you question it? And how did you overcome that to be you know, where you are right now? Do you have anything? Yeah, there was one time, you know, uh, I think very early on, mm-hmm. Karen was going, wow, because she taught first grade. And when she was comparing first grade, <clears throat> uh, her classroom day and how it was being done in homeschool, um, she accomplished what she would usually cover in a full first grade day. Sure in what two three hours with the kids with the kids of course it's totally a break <laughs> yeah right but still it's still covering the same landscape and the same sure. material in such a shortened period of time and I don't know when it was but mm-hmm. it's a memory that I have the kids started complaining because after they're done with school they go play and it's like, I can't make this up. The kids were complaining that they had too much playtime and wanted more <laughs> learning. Yeah, more work. <laughs> when they were really little. Not now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was... That that was <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, my kids get way too much sleep compared to their... Um, <laughs> yeah. Compared to their cousins who have to wake up in... I, I can't even imagine very early in the morning to get to school and so now the kids are taller and heavier than both of their parents and they're only what 13 and 15 mm-hmm. too much sleep we, we're gonna have to- <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I you know in going through the curriculum the only thing I've had to kind of tweak is like the grammar program but then you guys had several options so it's like mm. oh yeah we weren't like thrilled about this one so then we're gonna go with this one so the, just small tweaks and um some of the like bible study and stuff we have nightly devotions every night so it was just a review of what we've already done mm. and that was totally fine so really nothing big and honestly I don't regret it at all. In fact, when people ask me, what do I do or what would I recommend? I'm always like, you got to check out sunlight.com. Cause if there is any gaps, you guys always like fill it in. Here's some math programs. Here's this. You could do the whole full grade package, or you can do just the history or, and that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of homeschooling. Mm. You customize it to your kids, to your life. And I feel like it has fit in so well. And our kids have really thrived. Our family is, has thrived. And I also feel like, you know, the pandemic changed really nothing for us, except for the fact that now Gerard works from home. Um, and so honestly, we like it even better because now we're all at home together. And that's kind of fun. Yeah, the rest of the world is homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I always say. COVID made homeschooling cool. And now people realize what we've all been experiencing, you know, yes. who were already doing it before. But yeah. So but, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I had to point out to people that the long distance learning and online kind of thing is very not- different than homeschooling. I go think of it as like homeschooling is like your private tutor, your person that lays out this is what you're going to do as opposed to 
you know, just the teacher trying to teach through a computer, which yeah. is very challenging for the kids. So, um, yeah, we have just been thrilled with it. And I completely am going to finish through high school. And I would also encourage parents that uh, when people enter into, oh, I'm going to do middle school or high school, they're scared. Mm-hmm. And I would just say that the basis that Sunlight has given my kids has been able to transition middle school and high school is fine. Like they are at this point, I'm doing less teaching. They're very independent and kind of on autopilot where they get up in the morning, they come over to their desk and they do their work. So I, I just feel like it has laid a great foundation for my kids Mm -hmm. and they are so used to the routine of everything and doing their readers and then their you know, they're listening a lot. Everything is just so smooth now. Yeah. It's just a blessing. I do need to retract that. Homeschooling is not the same as remote learning. Yeah. It's it's not at all the same. Yeah. You know, the teacher ratios are not the same. There's a lot of things that are not the same. Yeah. Can't even compare it. Yeah. And that's actually something I wanted to ask now that you are working remotely, Gerard, have you been able to get involved in school in a way that you weren't before? Maybe like, do you now take on some of that teaching or is it more discussion based because your kids are older? Like, how has that changed for you now that you're home in the middle of the school day as well? Oh, um, yeah. So I help with the uh, sciences, the biology and um but not really that much but there are some things where the kids are very independent um and sometimes all i really need to show them is okay if you um organize your all these facts this way then it's like i give them the christmas tree and uh you know, all of these nice ornaments and all of that, but they learn these new facts with nice big names. I tell them, okay, here's how you arrange it. Here's the Christmas tree. And then once you have the Christmas tree, you know where all of the ornaments go. And then they can go back and easily find it. And now instead of this scattered, you know, when you start uh, Christmas and all of your ornaments and decorations are in boxes that are like a mess, like once you got the Christmas tree, everything is organized, and that's all I really. And so that's all I really add to the uh, the kids. But you know what? He um, he's bilingual, so he knows Tagalog and English, and and he's really good at pronouncing words. So, like if I'm reading a book or of history, he often walks through our classroom and goes, "Yeah, that's not how you pronounce." <laughs> and he's really. He said because he has like a basis in Latin and. Yeah, I don't know. He's just, so I feel like he contributes that way. Where I'm like, oops, I didn't say it right again. <laughs> I yeah, took Latin in high school. Okay, Latin in high school. Yeah, there oh, you nice. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that probably helps. So you've talked a little bit about the scheduling and how the kids are independent. Yeah. I would love to know, kind of, because people ask, you know, how do you get your kids to that point, you know, where they are independent, mm. and then your kids are close enough in age that they could be combined or separate. So what do you do for your actual sunlight and how do they kind of manage that schedule? Yeah. So in the beginning, we pretty much did everything together. Um, And then as the years have gone by, they always did math separately. 
um, and then reading because they were at different levels. But we always did science together, history, Bible. At this point, they're completely separate except for the history and Bible. And so basically they get up in the morning, they come over, they choose which subject they want to do first, but it kind of seems to go like they both do math and then they go into their language arts and writing and they have their mm -hmm. schedule that they also check for their basically, you know, the lesson plans and stuff. At this point, Joshua is in the American literature level 130. And so he also has his own when I got the curriculum this year, I had two notebooks and I'm like, wait, did they double up? And I called you guys and you're like, no, no, it's different now. So I was like, oh, okay, something new. Um, but again, it's just laid out and he knows I put all of his books here. He knows it's in order. Once he reads that book, he moves on to the other one. And consistency is what got us here because basically I'm a very scheduled person um, but also I love free also like structure, but then freedom within that. Like, I'm not going to freak out because, oh, we missed this or whatever. And so I, I feel like we've always met Monday through Friday within a certain time frame, depending on what's going on. But, you know, with homeschooling, we have the beauty of like we vacation in October. So we take a week off and we go somewhere and, um, stuff like that and then they, if they have to continue certain things that were a little bit harder in the summer mm -hmm. they might do that too so I always encourage my kids like hey you're homeschooled no one is like leaning over you like take the time to really get to know biology you don't have to rush through this or whatever it is like mm -hmm. really take in um you know there is no rush at all because usually they get ahead and then they might fall, you know, my kids are really good at, oh, I'm behind. I got to catch up. And they have worked till five or six before dinner to make sure they get their work done. And it's like this, this consistency has put in them a motivation to do it on their own. And so, although I'm there as a guide and a teacher still, they're like, no, I don't want your help unless I really need it. That's basically how they are. You know, and they'll kind of get irritated with me if I don't give me the answer, not yet. And so I like that because I'm like, good. That means that when you go to college, like I'm not going to be around and you need to think. So when the courses are hard and it takes like two or three hours to study for whatever test, um, they're okay with that. And I feel like that is a basis for later. So I really feel like what has helped them come to the point is being consistent from the beginning. They know they get up, it's school time and they're committed to that. So I feel like um, sunlight helps with that because again, it's all laid out, you know? And I do do the five-day program, um, but at the same time, um, I can combine some days so that Friday's a little less days you know, that's less work. And I think they like that because then they're like, okay, if I work really hard these four days, Friday could be less. <laughs> <laughs> and I really think that the homeschooling sells itself to the kids because I often threaten them. If you don't behave, I'm going to send you to regular school. And... 
They're like, whatever. <laughs> and you'll get up like your cousins at 7.30 in the morning, et cetera, oh, et cetera, and out the bus and be out there all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good point, though, that people think about maybe the academic considerations, but not the fact that, yeah, teenagers like to sleep in and they can do that when they homeschool and then manage their own time so that they get done when they want. I know in our house, we're all a bunch of night owls. So a lot of times, you know, my middle schooler will sleep till noon and then she'll do school at night and, you know, that works for us. So I think things like that, just that flexibility to kind of do what you want <laughs> really makes it appealing to students when they've done it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yes. sleep is important. It's easier to understand, you know, school when you're awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you guys have pointed out so many positive things, but what was the most unexpected positive thing about homeschooling, you know, that you have found or, you know, it was something you weren't expecting maybe that has been a huge positive for your family? It's really avoiding what's in the um, in the public schools or even the uh, even in the regular schools. I think that's one. And in the public schools or any classroom, really, uh, even with a quote unquote good ratio of twenty to one or anything like that, you can't customize it enough. Mm. And uh, in the regular schools, <clears throat> you are you know, the whole class can only move as quickly as the, the weak mm -hmm. one in that level. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to, um, you know, there are some topics that are a little bit harder and then there's a lot of topics that they excel. And so to be able to accelerate that or spend more time and customize it that way, I think is really helpful because it takes a long time for something to, um, you're learning something and then one day it just clicks, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But that may take a week for some, longer than others and all that. But if you're in a classroom and it still isn't clicking for number 20, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is held back. And so I don't think you really progress that much. And uh, there are some topics that um, they really just enjoy and they explore more and you do a field trip here and there that everybody else doesn't like. And so um, you're held back in that way as well. So um, the, the um, another thing is sports. I think sports is just way too overrated. <laughs> It's like the time you spend with that uh, and the so-called camaraderie you get in teamwork, that's fine. But I think you can get that in many other avenues that doesn't necessarily have to be a team sport. Um, yeah, I, you know, I would say that homeschooling has um, just brought out the best in our kids. Like when I look at um, how independent they are, and how they're okay being alone. Like they're totally cool with their own sense of style. They're not comparing mm -hmm. themselves to anybody else. 
I mean, we're involved in a church where they have a middle school group and a high school group. And before that, they were involved in a younger group. Um, but they were okay that they didn't have like a clique of friends or anything like that. They were able to stay on their own. And then just being able to find out their passion. So Joshua loves to write and he's writing a book and he loves to write short stories and he's an amazing writer. And I just love, you know, reading his writing basically is just like a delight to me. And he loves to read, loves to, I mean, just devours books and will be like listening to a book, reading a book, rereading that book and just on and on and on. And Grace is extremely creative. She loves art and works with clay. And, and so although she's not a huge reader, because Sunlight seriously has so many wonderful books. She was the same as us last night. Oh, I love that book. Oh, I just love this book. <laughs> like people that don't have this opportunity, they would just be like, yeah, I don't really like to read. And they would just like, you know, go through it because they have to. But she has found books and literature and this whole world has been opened up to her that she just loves because she's been given the opportunity. It's not forced on her. And it's like I said, I mean, we have like hundreds of books and, you know, Joshua has read them all. Grace will continue to read, but that's one reason why, because I feel like sunlight is really good at picking the literature mm -hmm. and yeah. So it was really fun for us last night. Cause I was like, you know, they, they'll want to know what you love about homeschooling and and to have my son who loves reading and my daughter who's like, and eh, still be like, I love this book. It, that's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. It really yeah, is. Yeah, and that's such a good point that even reluctant readers oftentimes become readers or discover things yes. through sunlight just because they are given that chance, you know, to read all these great books and yeah. to do it at home in a safe environment. I loved what you said about um, allowing the kids to become who they are and discover their passions. Yeah. Um, because oftentimes in school, you don't have time for that, or there is that comparison factor to your classmates. And, you know, when you're at home, you're in a safe place to discover who you are and, you know, follow those paths. So yeah, I love, love what you said about that. And thank you for everything you've shared.